All right, everybody. Well, well welcome to our uh, our podcast. Um, it's titled "If You Want to Be One, Ask One," and one of the reasons that we put this uh, together um, was that there's a lot of questions around the CUSP and the USOLN, and um, you know, I as I travel across the country. Um, you know, speaking at different uh, events and stuff, I get asked quite often, uh, you know, about the, the, the CUSP and, and what it is. And so we just wanted to get together and, and have a little conversation and share some of our experiences with you and some of the questions we get. And uh, that way we can go ahead and answer them for you and uh, hopefully help you uh, uh, either maintain the CUSP that you currently have or help you get it either way. And uh, for for me, it's kind of a funny story actually. When um, when I was being hired by Empirical, which is who I work for now, um, you know, it, it took about I don't know three weeks, I guess, to go through the hiring process. And so I'm just sitting at home um, and answering their emails and their texts and stuff throughout the day, questions, or, you know, about my certifications and such. And I get an email from uh, who is still he's our director of operations. And he asked me a question. He said, um, do you have a CUSP or can you get one? And I'll be honest. I thought he misspelled it. I honestly thought he meant CSP, which, as many of you know, the Board of Certified Safety Professionals has a CSP and ASP and a bunch of other ones. Um, I've been a CHST, a construction health and safety technician, for a long time through the Board of Certified Safety Professionals. So when I first saw the initial CUSP on the email, I honestly thought he made a mistake. And so I, I replied back that, um, you know, I, again, I thought he meant CSP. I said, no, I, I don't have uh, a CSP, but I am a CHST. Come to find out, um, there was an actual certification designated specifically for for. The, the guys and gals like me who are in the in the uh, utility industry. Uh, and it's the CUSP, a certified utility safety professional. Uh, and back in 2019, um, I became one myself and uh, quite a few coworkers here at our office. Uh, a lot of us took the test and uh, became one. This was back when they used to do it uh, live and in person. You know, this was pre-COVID and you know, now, uh, you know, almost everything's done online. But back then, you know, uh, Carla and um, Mac Turner and some others came here to our office and we set up a class and it was two days long. And, you know, we all did the prep and everything already online. And it, it was it was a great, great experience. Um, so I ended up becoming a CUSP and just a few months before that, didn't even know what it stand, you know, what, what it stood for. So, um, but but uh, we, we have with us uh, Sean Talbot, and uh, Sean is our, uh, what Sean, what's your title? Director of? CUSP Program Director. Ah, there we go. CUSP Program Director. So we have Sean with us, and Sean's like me. She travels all over the country, and we get asked a lot of questions. So, Sean, if, if you had to, to come up with just one what, what, what's the question you get asked the most when it comes to the CUSB? 
uh, really what, uh, why this certification is unique, how it differs from other safety certifications out in the industry and, um, and people really um, jumping on board and becoming excited when they realize that this is the only um, certification that's designed specifically for safety practices within the utility industry. And that is unique. Uh, and uh, it brings a variety of people together from different backgrounds who have different roles, responsibilities, and experience in the utility industry. And then being able to measure that and taking all these individuals with these diverse backgrounds and being able to say, here is a core group of, of folks who have gone above and beyond and they understand and have a broad range of knowledge, skills, and abilities specifically in the utility work environment is what makes this such a valuable certification. And again, one of its kind uh, and really excited about the growing number of people that are, that are part of this community of certified above and beyond, uh, you know, job requirements who've taken that extra step throughout the U S and Canada also. Yeah. And, you know, Sean, as you know, I've, I've been, uh, doing this health and safety thing for almost 30 years. And the uh, by far my favorite part of the CUSP is that there is a, a blue CUSP and a green CUSP. Mm -hmm. And for those of you new to this, what that means is, so the CUSP green is for the safety geeks like me, right? To, and you know, so if you're, if you're a safety, if you're in a safety role and have been in a safety role, then you would do the CUSP green. And for those of you that have been in safety for any period of time, you know one of our hardest, one of the biggest challenges we face is to get the operation side of our business to buy into safety, to, to uh, support us, right? Well, what they did with the CUSP is they made a CUSP blue. And that's for those guys. That's for the operation side of the house. So here at Empirical, our construction managers are all certified utility safety professionals. Our director of operations, about half of our project managers, they're all CUSP. And, and, and I'm not saying anything bad about the Board of Certified Safety Professionals, the uh, BCSP. It's a great organization, and they have some great certifications. Um, <clears throat> they're, they're broad certifications. They're specific to all of construction or all of occupational health. It's, it's again, that, that's not a bad thing, but it's only for safety people. There, there's no, there's nothing there for operations. And what I found is that when when our construction operation side gets that CUSP behind their name, when I mean the the level of support and the level of excitement around safety just uh, it, it it goes up, I mean, immensely. It's really, really a cool thing to watch. So a lot of times I get asked um, from the CU, you know, what about the CUSB? And, and the, the, the next question I usually get is, well, what, what does the USOLN do? And for again, for those of you that, that are new to this, the USOLN is the Utility Safety and Operations Leadership Network. And that covers both sides, operations and safety, as in the name. And the USOLN, it's a nonprofit. 
Uh, I sit on the board for them. Um, and, and, you know, there's uh, each board member has their different uh, thing that they do for the organization. Mine just happens to be marketing. Uh, I think they let me do that one because I like to talk more than most. <laughs> but uh, they 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 invited me to do that. And it's an honor to sit on that board. Uh, but the other question that I get, you know, after we start talking CUSP stuff um, is, well, what, what's this USOLN thing? And so I, I explained to them, you know, the, the backstory of it, right? You know, uh, Carla Hausch, you know, come from a publishing background. She, she comes in and she starts the UBM, Utility Business Media. And out of that, saw a need for a certification specific to the utility industry, like Sean said a minute ago. And in order to certify um, people, uh, they created the USOLN out of that, uh, out of the need to start certifying. And it became basically the, the USOLN is the Board of Certified Safety Professionals. It's the same thing. It's a certifying body that certifies all CUSPs green and blue. So uh, it's it's an honor to sit on that board and you know, Sean and I get to talk, you know, uh, a couple times a week usually uh, about this stuff. Sean, do you ever get questions like that about the USOLN? Um, I do. And what the difference is, as you've mentioned, Rod, between the USOLN and the CUSP program and USOLN, as you've indicated, in a nutshell, is a nonprofit organization that strictly administers the CUSP certification. And so all of its endeavors um, all of its resources uh, are predominantly geared toward ensuring that the CUSP program has credibility, is uh, rigorous, and uh, meets the needs of uh, industry professionals throughout the country and, again, Canada. So, um, yes, thank you for answering that, that question, Rod. And there are numerous other questions, I think, that, that come up. Um, some people wonder, okay, well, I'm so excited about this program or my company is requiring it. So how do I begin the process? And I wanted to mention um, during our conversation here that usoln.org is the key resource to be able to go. And it is a repository of information for people to learn um, what is contained within the endorsements. And I'm, I'm happy to provide a little uh, additional information about those endorsements. What is the difference between the blue and the green base exam? How do I become certified? How do I maintain my, my certification? All of those different questions are contained right on the USOLN website. And um, I'm happy to go into more detail. Is there anything that you wanted to add to that, Rod? Uh, well, well, let's. I'm going to give them that website one more time. It's uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's www.usoln.org. Correct. You got it. Yes. All right, guys. Well, well, there you go. There you have it. There, um, <clears throat> the there's frequently asked questions on there. There's a a ton of resources on there, um, and you know, one of the things you know, one, once we get into the conversation of CUSP and USOLN and so on, you know, one of the questions that I get, well, man, that sounds really great. How do I do it? How how yes. how do I become one? Or, mm -hmm. you know, how, how do I get my company excited or, or able to, um, uh, how, how do I get them involved so that they'll support me in becoming one? And, and some of that information is on there. There's, you know, uh, uh, information about, 
you know, how to um, uh, sell it to your company, basically, how, how to get them involved and get the support you need to become a CUSB. Um, and, and I mean, again, it, it, there's a wealth of knowledge on there. Um, and, you know, when, when you finally do, and you're able to put those letters behind your name, um, that lets everyone in the utility industry. Now, I happen to work in the electric utility side, um, but we have, you know, out of all of our members, we have people that work in water. We have people that work in the, the natural gas side of things. We have, you know, uh, uh, arborists that, you know, clean the, the, the right-of-ways and stuff. Uh, I mean, there's anything you can imagine in the utility world. There's somebody in our organization that does that. And what's really cool about it is, um, I mean, just, I don't know, three or four days ago, I think, I was on the phone with, the famous Jim Vaughn. I mean, and any, any of you guys that have been around anytime, you definitely know who Jim is. Um, if you haven't, you will get to know who Jim is. Great guy. Uh, and when it comes to transmission and distribution side of the electrical uh, utility, uh, Jim has forgotten more about that stuff than I'll ever know. He, he's <laughs> a wealth of knowledge. But I, I you know, that's, that's what's great. I, I don't have that side. Most of my background comes from power generation. But when I have questions, I call Jim. Hey, Jim, and, and he's right there, you know. Or if I have a question about something else, I'll call David McPeak or I'll call, you know, the, the, you, you have this network of people that all specialize in certain aspects of the utility and they're at your fingertips. You just give them a shout and, and we're all one big family and we help each other out. Um, but there's so many advantages to, to being able to put those letters behind your name. You know, not only do uh, our clients now look at us as a company head and shoulders above most because of the fact that we, we've taken that step and made requirements that, um, you know, our, our construction side become uh, CUSPs, but also knowing that, you know, you hear safety first, you hear that all the time. Um, and, and, and I ask people throughout uh, the, the country when I'm speaking, you know, you, you hear it, but I mean, let's be honest. What, what do you expect them to say? You know, safety second? You know, you, you're, you're not going to hear that. <clears throat> so safety first is just something that I personally think is overused. But when you and your company uh, join the USOLN and then go through the CUSP program, that shows uh, all of your clients and your competitors that, oh, wow, look look at this. You know, these, these guys are really serious about it. So um, one, one of the last things that I did want to make sure we, we cover, Sean, that you can help us out with, if you don't mind, tell, tell the listeners <clears throat> if they want to become a CUSP, what, how, how, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, that's a great question. So after an individual and really on the USOLN website, there's a list of the eligibility that you've referenced, Rod, for both the blue and the green. I would suggest that folks take a look at that and um, see which track is going to be more applicable to their background and their experience. And then from there, there is an application link on the Earn CUSP pool, uh, 
pull-down um, menu uh, on the website, and again, usoln.org, and you can simply go to that link and begin the process of submitting an application online. Now, the applications are reviewed by a committee. These are subject matter experts and folks who are in the industry. And upon approval, uh, everyone is guided to, to selecting exam dates. The exam is online with the exception of twice a year. And coming up, we have an exam in person in Glendale, Arizona on November 7th. We will have another one in May in Schaumburg, Illinois in 2023. Otherwise, the exams are online and we guide individuals every step of the way through that process. And it's as simple as, as that. And upon passing one base exam and one of the endorsements that you referenced uh, and Again, those endorsements range from electrical, uh, you know, the electric transmission and distribution, T&D, to power generation, civil gas, and then utility, the utility line clearance arborist, ULCA endorsement. So upon passing one of the base exams and one endorsement, an individual is a CUSP. And it really is as simple as clicking that application link on the website. There you go, guys. That's that's where you start. If you're interested, um, it's the www.usoln.org. Uh, click on it and start your application. I, I know sometimes they get backed up because they get, you know, tons of applications in at once. But I promise you within a couple of days, you'll hear back uh, if you've been approved. And if you've been in the industry for a few years, um, you know, in, in any type of safety related function or an operations related function that has some safety duties um, and you've been in it, you know, three or four years, you, you'll, you'll meet those qualifications. Um, so you just fill out the stuff, send it in, let them review it. And then your, your next step is like she said, start, you know, there, there's study material, there's uh, practice exam, there's all kinds of stuff on there that you can do. <clears throat> and then when you're ready, it's, it's at your own pace. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but like me, um, you know, four or five days ago, things were, you know, relatively slow, I guess you'd say. Um, and now Hurricane Ian is about to hit Florida and we go from, you know, normal work stuff to just full on craziness. Well, I mean, if I was in the middle of studying for the CUSP right now, it would have to get put on hold. Well, that's OK. You can do that. You know, something comes up, you can put it on hold for a little bit. And as soon as you're ready, go back, finish studying it, get uh, signed up to take one of the exams. If online is your thing, do that. But like Sean mentioned, we do offer uh, at our, our two conferences, we do two a year. Um, and that they, you know, vary where they're at. But uh, you can come to one of the conferences if you want and take the test there. Uh, and then what another great thing you have to maintain points every couple of years in order to maintain your, your certification. And all you have to do is go to two conferences. If you go to two conferences during that, that period of time, you've got enough points to maintain. And, you know, you, you do get credit for a lot of other things too, courses you may take or trainings you may do, or, you know, there, there's a lot of ways to earn points. It's not, it's not hard. I promise. Um, uh, you know, we, we have project managers and construction managers that spend 
90 plus percent of their time in the field on a project site and they're able to maintain it. So it, it, it's not hard. But um, well, Sean, I'm, I'm going to uh, turn it over to you to close this out. And, uh, you know, guys, you know, thank you so much for listening to us. I'll be at the conference in um, in Glendale as well as Sean and uh, hope to see you guys there. But Sean, I'll turn it over to you for uh, if you want to close it out. Certainly. Well, thank you, Rod. And we really appreciate your insider uh, experience and perspective about the CUSP program, about having the certification, what it's meant to you and how it's benefited you. And I just wanted to say that in addition to wonderful people like Rod and his colleagues, we have staff at USOLN that are available to help and to help guide you through the certification process will answer any questions that you have, and we're happy to um, guide you to all those many, many resources. Um, so please reach out to us, the CUSP program office, and you can uh, you can reach us. Um, you know, <laughs> we're we're here, we're available, uh, and willing to help. And look forward to seeing many of you, many of you at our upcoming conferences, as well as helping you achieve that uh, hugely, tremendously valuable and, uh, and well-regarded and known certification, CUSP. So we're here for you and uh, look forward to having an opportunity to talk with you and provide information. And Rod, thank you again for your time today. Really appreciate your perspective and your insights. Absolutely, Sean, it's been my pleasure, guys. Thank you so much for listening. The views, information, and opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Utility Business Media and its employees. It is strongly recommended that you discuss any actions or policy changes with your company management prior to implementation.